message is the same as last week, <laughs> encountering him, okay? I just felt like the Holy Spirit was going to say, was speaking to me, just stick on encountering him, and we're going to speak about different dimensions and what that looks like, but I truly feel that um, we need to be in a position, position yourself to encounter the Lord, not just here, but every time you call upon the name of the Lord, God's wanting to meet with you, and we just need to make room for him, amen? So last week, I talked about truth in our inner man. How many remember that? I got a lot of good feedback from everyone. That was good, and I kind of went a little heavy, but I feel like the Lord is trying to get into the deep places of our heart. He wants to pull us into a new dimension with him and each other in our relationships, Amen. And, and the Spirit of God is, 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 is brooding over this place today, and we'll be continuing to release an outpouring in our midst. And I'm telling you, I know this, that the Lord is going to continue to uh, flow and increase in the river. We're, we're right in the middle of what God's doing, as well as other ministries in the region. Amen? Amen. Amen. God's doing so much for those that can hear the, the Lord's voice and are walking with Him. And we don't, want to, we don't want to hesitate on what God's doing in this hour. And, and I really feel like it, it's the time at hand for the body of Christ to arise. And really, we're going to encounter him in a fresh way. And so I just want to deal with a couple of things because I felt like um, truth is, is, is of the utmost importance. How many know we have a ministry of truth in America now? A ministry of truth. Yeah, sounds like we need to get overhauled. A ministry of truth in America now to make sure that you're not saying bad things on social media. Just funny how it just happened after Elon Musk took over Twitter. Just happened to, oh, we better do something. But let me tell you this. this isn't, they're just announcing something that they've been doing illegally anyway. Yeah, all right, I'm going to go there tonight, right? It's just, I, I just feel like we have to deal with truth, right? And so we're not going to be afraid of truth because this is the thing. Church wants to walk, you know, hey, happy day, happy day. You know, Jesus did take my sins away. But the reality is that we're living in a world and there's a, there's a, there, is, there is something that's been set in motion. And it's been set in motion for 20, 30 years. It may be longer for all I know. But I know this, that there is, there is a, a scheme to, to accelerate the clock on the end time move. And how many know, I want Jesus to come soon. You know, every one of us want Jesus to come. But I'm not going to allow, just stand by and watch as demonic forces try to squish and suffocate a move of God. And that's what we're seeing right now, I believe, in America. And this is why. This is why every church, I'm telling you, this is every church, every body, every community of believers must be having an encounter with God. We must live in this place where we encounter him, where we step in 
to the secret place with God and be filled with courage and, come on, power. Because the power of God is that which is going to help us to, to subside and push back. And listen, he's no match. The enemy is no match for what God's about to do in these last days. And so everyone in this room needs to position themselves to hear and to, to step in and to step under what God is doing. And, and I, I think what set me off on this is I was just randomly going through YouTube and I came across Ted Shuttlesworth was having a camp meeting and Rodney Howard Brown was at the camp meeting and I'm like, I'm going to listen to this. And, and, and he gave a testimony. How many have heard the testimony of how, what happened over the last two years with him? No. Couple people. All right. I'll just really what happened was this he encountered the Lord in a fresh way. He was running the states and he took a, a flight back, got back at two in the morning, and he had met with a pastor and all and, and the Holy Spirit was already moving on him. But this was before this was March 17th. How many know the, the shutdown began on the 15th? March 17th, 2020. And he got whacked by God, like totally destroyed by the, by the tornadoes of God. And he was in his bed at 2 in the morning. He was returning a phone call to an evangelist in, the, uh, in Australia. And he had to, you know, he was about to drift off. And, and he went into this encounter as he's on the phone with this evangelist. And the, and the evangelist had said to him, it's the, the time, it's the time of the end. It's the end time. And as he said that, all of a sudden, these whirlwinds of fire went around the bedposts in his room while he was sitting there with his wife. His wife was doing something over there. He was sitting in the bed, and, the, and all the tornadoes, those four tornadoes, he said it like this. He said they were only 12 inches high. If they were 10 feet high, he would have been dead. <laughs> I can relate. Like a little bit of God can overwhelm you. And so what happened was the power of God... It moved around the bedposts over his feet, and when it hit his feet, he knew that the fire of God was about to hit him, and it went right into his belly, and here's what happened, and we all need this. Come on, somebody. We all need this. God is wanting to step up, move us in and step us up into a new level of encounter with him, and just, and again, he's, he said this himself. He had never had an open vision. He had never had an open vision, and some of you probably haven't had an open vision, but I am telling you, we, we, we ask for things from heaven, and I, I relate with, with what he said. If the reality is when we have an open vision, we're responsible for what God does. And so the fire of God went into him, and he said it was like lava hitting his belly. He said, I'm the guy that does the river. I'm the guy that knows the flow of the river. He goes, all of a sudden, there was this increase inside of me, and the, and the river of God began to fly and move out of me. And, and, he, and he was just... And then all of a sudden, this overwhelming burden from the Lord Jesus came upon him. And he had this tenacity, tenacity. We're talking about resolve today. You must have resolve. You must resolve that you will serve the Lord no matter what. You will, res you, you will resolve in your heart that today is a day of demarcation. That you, you don't need to be tickled or you don't need the next thing or, or we don't need to. Listen, there's training. Yes, I get it. But I'm telling you, when you get hit with the power of God, when you get touched with the power of God, everything will change inside of you. And you will be a different person. 
And so what happened was the burden of the Lord came upon him and he, and he had this indignation for anything that would come against the church. And he says now he's, he's afraid of himself <laughs> because he has no fear. No fear of man, no fear of consequences. And then, of course, he was thrown in jail shortly after. Right? And then he said like this, if I knew how much support I would get after that, he goes, I would have went to jail a long time ago. <laughs> he said, and this is good. And, he's, and he's, it's really good. And I felt like inspired and encouraged because here's the deal. We live in the land of revolution. Listen to me. We live in a land where there's, where, where, that birthed the revolution. We live in the Northeast, the quadrant that released a revolution that set a, a precedence in, in the region and through evangelists and revivalists and all these things, and we know this. But we must have the resolve right now. Listen, not to let the weird stuff in, not to let the unpure in, to not be walking in a place where we're deceived because the next new thing's coming around the corner. I'm telling you, I am all for revival in all kinds of shapes and sizes. But I want the real deal. I want genuine revival. I want the real deal. And, and we sometimes think that that looks according to our filter. But I'm telling you, God has something fresh that he wants to pour out in this hour. And I'm telling you, the love of God, the way he loves the church. And so he, he began out of these words. He said, no, it's time for the body of Christ. It's not time for the end of the church. It's time for the body of Christ. It's time for the, the, the body of Christ to arise and shine and burn. And I'm telling you, there is a place where God is trying to move us from a place of lethargic movement. And we think, you know, I need every week. You don't need anything else. Listen, the American church is full. We're full. And God is looking for us to just light a match to what he's already done. Just begin to ignite what he's already done inside of you. Just begin to move in a new, fresh way. No fear. No fear of man. I'll tell you this week. It was funny. I think I shocked my wife. We were in the, in the, in the line at the grocery store, and the lady looks at me, and they both got masks. They both got masks. The, the lady behind the register and the lady that was receiving groceries. And, and she said, she looks at me, she said, well, Fauci says it's going to get better. <laughs> oh, that's all. That was, I'm like, well, lady, you're talking to the wrong person right now. <laughs> I said, you know what Jesus said? No. Jesus said it's going to get really good. Yeah. And the lady behind the register went, now, now. And I looked, and I went, now, now what? Oh, yeah, I think I was shocking Lisa. Because I was like, oh, I could feel it. I could feel it. I could feel it coming. And I'm like, wait a second. We're going to listen Fa to, to Fauci? Oh, absolutely he is. We're going to listen to the snake salesman. And we're not going to listen to what Jesus might have to say. And so I got, I got a little burn. My wife was like looking at me like with those eyes, calm down. And I was like, all right, I'm calm. And then she just kept loving on the lady behind the, the counter. And I was not loving the lady behind the counter. 
I'm like, why would you say now, now? When you say now, now about Jesus, that, does, I don't, that doesn't sit well with me. And my love turns off, which it should turn on higher, right? It should turn on higher. But I have this indignation inside of me that I'm like, God, I'm sick of this. I'm tired of this. I'm not going to stand for it, right? So the, the Spirit of God is wanting to use you in a way not to disrupt everyone's or rock everyone's boat, but maybe you might have to rock a boat or 10. Come on. No, not or not. You're going to rock someone's boat, I promise you. But I'll tell you an amazing story that I experienced on Friday, and I had to do a, a celebration for life for, for a friend that had lost his brother to alcoholism. And it wasn't fun, 36 years old, you know, it, it was hard. But I can tell you this, that people are starving for the words of life. And I didn't do much. I'm in the Lanesville uh, Community Center with people, and they're just sitting there. Everyone's drinking pops. Come on, not pops, but pops. Come on. Everyone's having libations and eating, and we're just, you know, it went on for an hour and a half like that. And then, then Ryan said to me, he goes, okay, we're ready. And I began to open it up and just said a few words. I read a few scriptures. And the place went dead. Like, but it wasn't like everyone was sitting at tables. Like, I had a crowd around me of about 60 people. Budweiser. Come on. Wine. Everyone's just waiting for what I'm going to say. And I just encouraged people with the gospel. And what I saw was people just melt. I, some, come on, there were some people that just thought, the walls went up, but I'm like, God, this Jesus, this is right where you would be right now. Right where you would be right now. It's funny. Because the Holy Spirit is wanting to release your, your mouth. Because you have such an encounter with him. And listen, I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, we can be Bible thumpers. I'm all about thumping the Bible. You know, I love the word. But you need to live the word and encounter the word. And become a, a vessel, and we want to protect what God is doing in a region. And so that means that, that the Spirit of God is going to release something fresh for us in this hour. So it's important. It's important. Look at me. It's important. Are you with me, everyone? Y'all, I see you. It's important to be fierce. The day of kind of being, I'm going to be to myself and me and my faith over here, and those days are over. The gospel needs to be preached to the ends of the earth. And, and I'm not concerned, like we're going to love people to the capacity, like we're going to overlove on people. I believe, here's what I believe. I believe that as we expand and we have more space, Watch what the heart, I'm telling you, mark my words, I can sense it in, in, the, in the spirit. There's going to be an outpouring of people coming to Jesus. Not just people transferring. We'll have some transfers, believe me. But, and that's okay. But people that are running with a tribe that want to win the world for Jesus Christ. Because there, there can't be any more waiting. Huh? You know, I'll, I'll wait. No, there's no more time to wait. No, the Lord is with us. And he wants to use you in a way. And so you, we must encounter the presence of God. There's an impartation that will happen tonight that will release the lion. It will release an encounter with the lion of God. So that you'll be able to speak in season. You'll be able to speak in every season. 
Come on, it doesn't have to be about an evangelism event. Oh, we got to have the next guy in to teach us about evangelism. Shame on us. Hello. Oh, no one liked that. That's okay. I'm, I'm feeling like we always need to be motivated. Someone, someone in this place has a gift of evangelism. Yeah, come on. Come on, there's people sitting there. You don't even want to, but God said, no, no, no. Go speak, to, go speak to this one. Go speak to that one. Open your mouth and let the fire of God come out. We've been bought with a price. The precious blood of Jesus bought. Bought you. Bought you. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't even, I'm not even ready tonight. I'm ready, but I'm not ready. I have no notes. I have no notes tonight. It's good. It's better. And that way I just fly off the handle. It's great. It's great. Just go to John chapter 4 because I want to deal with something because, and I'm not going to read the whole, the whole encounter, but how many know that the, G, that the Lord went to the Samaritan woman, you know, the boys all left, they went to go get, you know, fast food and bring it back, and, and, and Jesus was in, a, in, a, in, in the right place at the right time, and he broke all cultural barriers, and he went and he spoke to the woman at the well. And he just went in and just, you know, she showed up. She wasn't supposed to be there, and he was. Come on. But he, she showed up in the heat of the day and, be, and began to speak with him. And, and we know that it went back and forth. But I'm telling you that there is something in this encounter. And, again, the well speaks of the deep, deep, deep things that God has for a generation. And you can just put yourself in the woman's position. Come on. Jesus came to speak to a woman. That woman is the church. That would be you. And, and the bride is, is preparing to make herself ready so that the fire of God can come in a fresh new way. And we need to be truthful with ourselves just like the woman was right there. She was truthful with who she was and what she'd been with and who she'd been with and how many boyfriends she had and how many boyfriends she didn't have. And there was all kinds of things that was hap were happening in that moment. And the word of life pops in and begins to speak life to her. He just begins to show up and begin to release divine destiny over her life. And she begins to come into this revelation encounter by the Spirit of God because the one that gives life was sitting there before her and saying, yes, you want a drink? I have the drink that you need. I'm the one that has, is, is the one that is full of life. I have the words of life. I'm the one that has the well that's so deep. This, this Jacob's well you think I can't draw from? Come on. I am the word of life. I am the living water that's in the earth. And I am the Messiah that you're looking for. And so every one of us came to the Lord that way. Every one of us. The Lord spoke life. He showed up however it was. He came and he gave us life. And life abundant. Come on, you have an abundant life. You're not in the dumps. You're not depressed. Come on. Come on, you, sickness is coming off of you. Depression's coming off of you. You're in process, yes, but God's doing the work. And so we have to live in this place of expectation that the Lord is coming in powerful ways in this hour. He's going to show up with signs, wonders, and miracles through you and through your life. And so we have to be positioned for this divine encounter. And this, this season is critical for living. 
in the beauty of his holiness and in the encounter of his presence. Okay, so, so he, she goes to this place, but I want you to just jump all the way to the end of the story. Because we know what happened. The, the one that has the drink, come on, she drank. She took a big drink, and her life was changed. And then the Bible says this in verse 39. It said, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. And God has given you a testimony. Look at me right now. God has given you a testimony. Well, I don't know what to say. No, God changed your life. You know what to say. I'm praying for people over on text that are like saying, I get a random message from someone I prayed for. It was when the, um, that Father Tom's thing, that her mother had, you know, she's going to lose her feet. And so I just stopped sending texts. Hey, we're going to believe that she's not going to lose her feet. Come on. I get a picture this morning. Pink toes. Oh, they might just have to take the toes. I said, we're not in agreement with that. I don't agree with that. That's, I'm not signing that contract. No. By the blood of the crucified Christ, we believe right now that you're releasing healing, that you're destroying the works of the devil, that you're breaking whatever is going on with no circulation in the feet right now in Jesus' name. As a matter of fact, we're going to pray for Father Tom. He's got water and he's got fluid in his lungs. So, Father, right now, we just declare healing. Lord, he's in the hospital right now with Anthony. So, God, we thank you that you're going to take care of the lungs, that you're draining the lungs, that there's going to be no pneumonia. We rebuke pneumonia. We rebuke anything that looks like anything else other than you. So, Father, we thank you that he's a man of God. Lord, we just speak to the enemy to walk away, step away. And we thank you, Father, for your fire being released over his life. In Jesus' name, he's healed so many, so let him walk. Lord, fix his ankles, all the circulation, all the things that he's been dealing with in his body. His back, overhaul him, Father, right now. He walks out of there, brand new man. In Jesus' name. See, there we go. That's, that's unity of prayer right there. So that's good. We're believing for that. But I have to tell you, listen, it's through the testimony. It's through your testimony that God wants to use you. Come on, I was a drug addict. I'm not the same. I was bound up. Now I'm free. Come on. I, I was sick. Now I'm healed. Come on, addiction's a sickness. Come on. I, it's not I'm Miles, I'm an addict. No, I rebuke that. I rebuke that. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. And here's your, here's your testimony. You walk free and you release freedom. And so the Holy Spirit's used you before. Just keep opening your mouth. So what happens? There are those in the city, they get touched. They get, something happens. There's a revival in Samaria now. Because of one woman. Because of one church. Come on, they changed the landscape of a city. Oh, come on. Listen, listen, we have to be in a position where we know that the Lord is going to use you to change things. You're, 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 you're someone who's been called to shift atmospheres. You don't need another breakthrough. You are breakthrough. Okay. 
Good, I got you there. You don't need another breakthrough. You are breakthrough. Come on, when you go, to, when you go back to school, when, wherever you go or you go to your job, something shifts and changes because you're there. You are breakthrough. And so the whole thing has to change. I'm glad I'm with you today. So we must encounter him. We must encounter him. You know, uh, Homeland, Homeland Security, you know, I was going to post something. I might. I haven't posted in a long time. I think I was going to put Rodney, Brown's, Rodney Howard Brown's mugshot. Uh, who else was I going to throw up there? Mario Murillo and, 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 and Robin Bullock. Those are my candidates for the, for the ministry of truth for the nation. I don't know. I just threw some people out there. We could put Charlie Champ. That would be a good one. You know, whatever. It could be you. Come on, somebody. I think we need to make a phone call and say whatever that thing and that nonsense they're doing in, in Washington, please disregard. Hello. No, no, guys. We have to start thinking this way. The government works for you. You don't. Right now, you work for the government. Mm. You know how many? You know how many? You know how many? How much money you've paid the government over your lifetime? Oh, this is how the tea party—they start throwing tea out right now. No more tax in my tea. I'm telling you, we have to be in a position where the spirit of God is really. There has to be a resolve. Like, someone needs to make a phone call. I'll, I'll call for y'all. Like, I feel that's, that's where I'm at. Like, everyone just make a phone call. Say, what is this, this ministry of truth? You, you, and it's homeland security. Like, Twitter is a threat to our security. I mean, the Democratic Party. Mm, I said it. I already said it. It's the Republicans, too, so it's everybody. They all fell on their heads. And, and they don't know who, what they are or who they are. Yeah, I'm going there today, okay. I haven't gone there in a bit. I just couldn't believe it. And then Obama is going to be the spokesperson. The puppet master is going to be the spokesperson saying, it's not even enough. It's not enough. I'll, I'll read the quote. I'm telling you, it was just like, I'm like, are you serious? Right? Speaking about this, I'm going to read it. I don't know. You hired him. You voted him. Come on. Someone voted for him. No, I know you didn't. But I'm just saying, they work for you, so it has to start. I don't know. I didn't. This is like a town hall right now. It's getting ugly. Come on. Black robe regiment. I don't have any guns. They're all at Joe's house. This is what Mr. Obama said. But while the content moderation can limit the distribution of clearly dangerous content, it doesn't go far enough. These are civil servants. Well, he's not anymore. He's supposedly retired. But he's, he's doing this. Okay, anyway, we'll stop. I'll stop. 
Listen, the Spirit of God has to come upon this. No, this is the importance because it's the gravity of the situation. It doesn't matter where we live in America. Listen, I love, I love, I love the governor of Florida. Can we move there? Can we just get him here? That would be great. Because listen, he was like, we don't accept this. We don't accept it. If every state would say, we don't buy in, anyway. So the church, listen, the church has to have a big voice. A big voice. A big voice. A big voice. God, in all his, com in all his beauty, will be with us. That's all right. We're clearing the room. Holy Ghost. So, there's this thing that I, I noticed about the Spirit of God coming and visiting Jesus. Where was that? That was at the Mount of Transfiguration. What happened? The Holy Spirit came and landed and came in the midst and brought Elijah and Moses. But the Bible says that Jesus was transfigured, transfigured. And another, another translation, actually it's in, in Luke, I believe, it says the, that Jesus was altered. So the transfigured word is metamorphosis. But the altered word is in a change into a different form. Why am I saying this? Why am I bringing this up? The Spirit of God is with you to come and transform your life. His presence is available. You encounter him and he will come and transform your life. He will transform you and bring you and change you into another man into another woman and really it speaks of actually it's the same word that word altered is where Jesus was walking along the road to Emmaus and it says that he came in another form now let me tell you this Jesus is not a shapeshifter Jesus is transformational and he will come to you however he needs to so that when he shows up something happens something shifts Something changes. Your inner man begins to absolutely transform and transfigure and begin to move into a new realm as who you are, as who he created you. You receive a new DNA. Do you know when a, when a, a butterfly, that word transformation, metamorphosis, is the same word, right? It's the same word. That's what happens with the, with the butterfly. It changes absolutely chemically inside that place it's changed completely a new form and God God in his goodness is looking for us he's looking for you he's searching for you he's breaking us into new places because we desire him listen there has to be a place where we're we're resolute that God I will meet you daily tonight I will come into your presence and something will absolutely unravel me and then re-ravel me I've watched angels absolutely transform people's lives just by touching them on the head, like rewiring people, where they come up changed. They don't think the same. 
That's what we need. We need a place where God comes and he changes us. Or the tornadoes. Come on, somebody. God wants to release those tornadoes into you. Even tonight, how, however that looks, I'm not going to give it away. God will give it away. Right? But there has to be a place where we come into to alignment. And I, and I was thinking of, of Moses. Moses went into this place where he was changed after a burning bush experience. We see it all through the Bible. Isaiah comes into the place where the whole place is shaken. And what he comes into encounter with is the seraphim. And they touch his mouth with a coal. It's the fiery coal that changes your language. It changes you on the inner man. The same thing happened with Ezekiel. If you look at every person, every prophet, come on, prophesy. Every person was changed. Listen, we want to see change. I don't know about you, but I'm believing for change. You know, the government can do what they want. All these things can happen, but I'm not going to sit and go, oh, it's okay. I'm not going lockdown again. I promise you that. Not for two weeks, not for two days. See, they're watching now. <laughs> We're live. <laughs> oh, mercy. It is. It's okay. I'm telling you, the Spirit of God is looking for you. When Moses went to the mountain, he ended up in that place, right? He came out of a, a situation. He's hiding out. He's hiding. He's in exile in hiding. And God shows up, and a portal opens, and he goes into that place, and he is called to set free an entire, what? Nation. And all of you go through the Moses syndrome. Who am I? All of us do. I do it. I do it. Who am I? Lord, what do you have for us? Why, why? What do you want me to say? What do you want little old me to say? Randy Clark used to say that. He just wanted to use little old me to do big things. God wants to use you to do big things. God wants to touch you so that you change. That you get changed on the inner, 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 deep inside. I can tell you when I've had encounters, when I've come into places and had encounters, when I've been in my office and I've had an encounter, I'm telling you, God did something on the inside that changed me to, to bring me to a new place and a new level. We have to believe that God's going to touch us, that all the things that hinder us from going ahead and going forward are broken. See, people run from stuff. Because it reminds them of old things. People run from stuff because it triggers something and we react in an old manner. Come on, I'm touching the stuff that I was on last week. But here's the deal. God's bringing us into a place where we confront those things, go after those things. We're transformed in his glory that nothing ever, ever, ever will be the same because I've given him everything. I've given myself completely over to the process of God. He said, you, you know, God said to Moses, you have no excuse. He actually lied, Moses. I know we get this thing where it doesn't say he stuttered. He grew up in, in the king's palace. 
He was learned. Oh, he could speak. I guarantee you, it was just the shaky knees that caused the stuttering. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's it. I'm telling you. So he says, oh, I'll use your brother Aaron. He'll be the spokesman. By the end of the book, you find out Aaron's not even talking anymore. Aaron's down there building idols. So he's called you, not someone else. He's called you, not someone else. He's ready for you to step into that place. And I just, I know, because when, when the Spirit of God, when Isaiah came in, in contact with that fiery coal, it changed everything about how he spoke. Isaiah was invaded by glory tornadoes too. Come on, somebody. It was glory tornadoes. The Spirit of God came. Seraphim again. I don't know. Seraphim make you wake up or something. But the, the fiery serpent came and he had an encounter. And he said, you're going to go preach to people that are not even going to listen to you. I want the ministry. I'm good with that. Come on. Holy Spirit is coming. Holy Spirit is here. Divine encounter is your portion. There's no more time for wavering. There's no more time for going back and forth. Ah, uh, you know, I don't know about all this stuff. I don't know about what, you know, we get in the midst of, of, of questioning and double-mindedness that pulls us out of the anointing. If God's sending you somewhere, go. And if he's sending you back, come back. <laughs> right? It happens. with friends last night. They went to Florida. They came back. They went to Florida. They came back. They're here. It's okay. But God's sending you somewhere. Even if it's just to your neighbor. Even if it's to, to the guy down the street or the, or the, or the woman at, at the well. Right? The Spirit of God is coming to invade our space, so that we're not comfortable doing any nothing. Tonight I'm praying for something that happens that makes us sick of sitting. Sick of being quiet. Sick of just waiting. And I'm not saying we move out of time. I'm not saying any of that. But we, we, we go, you know, Christians, we go back and forth. Is it God's time? Is it this time? Do I go here? Do I go there? We always need something else. We need something to t -t 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 take care of the itch. No, seriously. There's an itch. No, no, no more itch. Just get up. Step in. Allow the presence of God to come. Again, I, I feel like... Tonight, the Lord is pushing and releasing. Listen, you look at John. John came into this encounter that revealed the whole end-time narrative. You want an end-time narrative? 
There it is. Because everyone else is pushing a narrative. Come on. The world governments are pushing a narrative. It's, it's, it's not conspiracy. It's, it's really happening. Like some of it may be way out conspiracy because it goes, some people go way off. But there is a narrative that's being pushed to bring a global government. It's just happening. Okay, America is the last stand. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm passionate tonight in this manner because we have to have a res resolution and we'll continue to visit this. But we have to have a resolution within our hearts that we're not budging, that we're not stepping back, that we're, that we're going forward, that we're not going to be quiet, that we're going to be verbal, huh? that we're going to pray for the sick, that we're going to continue to step in to the, to the presence of the Lord and, and believe for healing. I don't care. You know, we, go, we, we talk about all this stuff with COVID, and I do, listen, no one in this place got sick. Sick to death. Every, every one of us probably got sick in some way, shape, or form. Right? I know that was morbid, but I'm just serious. No, I'm serious. I'm serious because the, the reality is this. Everything's been inflamed. Everything's been ex exaggerated. And so if someone, if I didn't have a, a, an encounter probably with the Fosse lady, I probably would have been okay this week. But it just got me on a roll. And I'm just like, no, no, we're not going back here. And I got to be careful with my words sometimes. I already flew off a couple times. I just feel like you can't justify. I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I know. I say stuff, and then you're like, wait, what was he going to say? You can't justify the numbers that, that, that have been put out. You can't. You can't. You can't. So here we go. We live in a healthy body. How do I know that? Because you're all still here. And we've been an incubator for the glory. And if I could have got in to pray, to pray for people, I would have, but they don't let you in. What if I just break in? What if I just dash the door? No, I heard, I heard of a testimony of, of someone in South, it was South Africa, that, that they, they just went in. They cleared the place. No, they cleared the place. Everyone got healed. They went into the emergency room. You know, you think about our healthcare system right now. Setting us up for failure. Setting us up. Come on. You go in there, you get a knife sticking out the side of your head, and they would be, oh, please fill out the form. No, no, I'm telling you. You're laughing, but it, that's what happens. I know, I'm on point tonight. The reality is this is what's happening. So we're going to be a people that release the glory of God. We're going to be a people that don't tolerate the nonsense. I can't, and, and that's not being intolerant of people. Just the greater agenda, the greater narrative. Because God wants to bust up and break America free. I don't know about the rest of the nations. I know this, that the Lord is looking for people that will be courageous. He's looking for, for, for places that will spearhead what he's doing. And you, we've got to take our place. 
We've got to take our place. You can't just sit back and, and have good glory meetings and not do anything. Like, I'm all for the glory. You know me. I want to see, the, and the glory will flow here tonight. And the presence of God will change some people tonight. But there has to be a place where we are motivated by, because we've been in the presence of God to no longer sit back and no longer deny the cross. No longer deny the resurrection. And if you're sick of hearing me, then there's a door. I love you. No, really. That's, I, don't mean to be, I don't mean to be like, but I'm in this place like I don't really care what people think. I love you. If you don't agree, it's okay. It's okay. I still love you. And that's, you're like, well, that's harsh. That's not loving, brother. Well, no, it's being truthful. And I do love you. I honestly do. I love everyone in this place. And, and there's, you know, we're continually expanding, right? God is continuing to increase, and that's good. But there has to be this place of, okay, we're, we're full. We're Christians filled with the glory of God. We're believers that are filled with an anointing. And the anointing is there to break the yoke. The anointing is there to break off lies. The anointing is there to release the truth. Mm. John chapter 16. Right? Why do we have the Holy Spirit? He said, it's good that I'm leaving. Finally, I'm out of here so you guys can do what you need to do. That was 2,000 years ago. Sorry, just being truthful, but it was 2,000 years ago. And he said this, he said, nevertheless, verse 7, it's to your advantage I go away. If I don't go away, the helper will not come to you. And I love Holy Ghost meetings, and we will have Holy Ghost meetings, and we'll have people in, and we'll have the prophets in. But it's to charge you guys up. It's to equip you guys. It's to walk in another level of anointing. It's to do that so that we don't sit stagnant. It is to stir it up because you hear my voice too much. You're like, man, that's all we hear is his voice. you got to hear another voice at some point. And, and, I, and I want trusted people, people who I know who are walking pure, people who I know are walking with integrity, people who I know. And I've made mistakes. I've made mistakes and allowing people to come in, and, and they weren't walking straight. Come on. But I can only fix it after. Right? And that's not being judgmental. That's just being truthful. Okay? So then the, the Spirit of God wants to come to you in such a, a powerful way. He wants to release truth in your inner man so you are lit up. The Bible says that when Jesus was, was transfigured, the glow that was on him was like lightning. It wasn't just, oh, he shined. No, it was lightning. It was a blaze. And so he says this, you know, when he comes, he said, if I depart, I will, not, I will send, if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. Right? So here's the thing. We get all weird and all funny when people get convicted. 
Conviction is the thing that cleanses you so that you repent of your nasty, I'll say it, your nasty attitude. Everyone has an attitude now and then. And God wants to change our attitude so that we're happy and full of joy and full of glory and happy and laughing. But it won't happen unless I repent. No, really, it really won't happen unless I repent. I can fake it. I can think I have joy or, or, or I have some manifestation of joy for a moment. But God's looking for us to walk in repentance and living clean righteousness. He came that righteousness might be released in the earth. And you are the righteous seed of God that's released in the earth in this hour. And so how do things change if the righteous seed keeps their mouth shut? If the sons of the kingdom keep their mouth quiet and don't say anything and don't lay hands on the sick and don't pray for the demonic person that's walking down the street. Listen, demons find me. <laughs> I swear, they just find us. Like I can walk by someone and they'll growl. I don't know what's going on. You know, the Lord wants to use you as an arrow of deliverance in the earth. And it doesn't happen by sitting and waiting. Yeah. Okay. Verse 12. Just jump past the rest of it. I still have many things to tell you. Right? Jesus has tons of things to tell us. But I need to be positioned with the Holy Spirit. And he wants to speak truth. And he wants to transform my life so that I am a raging lunatic filled with the power of God. So that you are the same. So that you aren't docile and all in the corner and being quiet. And, oh, I don't want to offend anyone. And uh, I have to behave myself. No, you don't, have the, you don't have to behave yourself. You have to be admirable. You have to be walk in integrity. And you don't do things to hurt people on purpose. But you can be truthful. And you can be filled with God. And you can actually, I was laughing. I was laughing in the supermarket after that. I'm like snickering. I'm thinking, mm, she don't want to hear it. That's okay. But that's, that's all right. Right? We put our love on. It says this, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you in all truth, and he will not speak on his own authority. But, he, but whatever he, he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you the things to come. And he will glorify me, and he will take what is mine and declare to you all things that I have, that the Father has, are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is a good news for us, because God is going to give you his very words. He's going to give you his very, he doesn't just give you his very spirit, but he gives you his words to release on the earth so that you change and shift atmospheres, so that you bring righteousness into the, into the earth, so that you see and walk and you hear and you're, div you're a divine assignment everywhere you go <laughs> are you listening to me listen there's no more time time's up tick the, the alarm is going off it is the 11th hour it is the 11th hour and so God wants you to speak into people's lives surround yourself with people that are going to walk and encourage you and, and build you up and edify you but then you are to go out and you should continue to blaze a trail that righteousness will prevail 
So we're going to walk into that right now. I believe that God's going to touch people tonight again. That there's no hindrance on what God's going to do in your life. We take the, we take the, the hood off, the lid off, whatever, it has, whatever has to happen. And I believe that the Spirit of God is going to bring a divine alignment in your life. Come on, there's going to be an anointing for a resolution that you will be walking in that resolve tonight. My wife had that word on the altar night like when we were praying, and I'm like, that is the word for tonight. The, the resolve of heaven inside of you. We cannot walk anymore questioning. Listen, and don't ask me what God's saying to you. I mean, I'm okay. If God gives me a word, I'll tell you. But sometimes people are asking, what do I do? What do I do? Listen, you do what God says to do. Because I tell people what to do and then they don't do it. It's true. I do it all the time. Well, maybe you should do this. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. They go, yeah, yeah, and then they do the opposite. It's okay. But the Holy Spirit, the, the, the one that brings all truth, moves you and aligns you in a position where you're hearing the truth and you move into that. And God will break off every bit of hesitation if you allow him to. If you disagree with it. Because the enemy is trying to speak things into your ear and your soul's trying to get you to not do things that you're called to do. Why? Because it's yet to be sanctified. It will be sanctified. But hurry it along. Come on, somebody. <laughs> hurry it along. No, because your soul is good. Your soul is saved. But your soul hinders you. Your mind, your will, your emotions, they hinder you. And when you are in the Spirit and you don't know any other way, and you listen to the Spirit of God, you listen to the Spirit of God. When I listen to the Spirit of God, I do what the Spirit of God says. I do it. I do it. I don't hesitate. I just do it. Don't tell me you're listening when you're not doing. Come on, when you get a word from heaven, you want to do that thing. When you hear from heaven, you want to do that thing. And I'm telling you, God's fire is in this place, and it's ready for you. I'm telling you. Get ready. I don't know who's helping me with worship, but just let's just wait on the Lord. I want you to stand and get ready to receive. Just get ready to receive because we have to allow the Spirit of God. Stir your spirit even right now. just say Holy Spirit come put your hands up Lord we thank you Lord I thank you for the anointing I thank you for the anointing that breaks yokes tonight I thank you Father for every single thing every single thing that you do Lord we step into we cooperate with what you're going to do right now we just cooperate with what you're about to do your divine will over everyone's life right now 
your divine purposes over every, every single person in this place. So we invite your fire to come. We invite your presence to come. Lord, I pray that you break fear and you release just unsatiable, just the courage of God. The courage of God. The resolve inside of us that we're determined to come into an encounter with you. That, Lord, we're going to make a difference with people around us. Come on, it's not going to be another glory soak. It's about being ignited to change things around us.